0: What is up, everyone? This is kind of a surprise episode. Um, The only reason I'm doing this is because I've gotten some messages, not a lot, but quite a few, I'd say, um, about breakups. And kind of ironic because it's Valentine's Day, but um it is because of my episode number three, so if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to that. But they people, I shouldn't say they, people asked me some questions and instead of typing paragraphs, I kind of want to just, you know, get on here and say how I was feeling and how it went and I'm not going to give all the little itty bitty details and he said, she said and she did, he did type stuff, but I just kind of want to give an overview of what kind of went on with all my relationships in my life and so let's start from the beginning. Uh, this is going to be a normal episode. This is literally going to be like a quick me, f- basically free in my words, I want to say. I'm just freestyling right now. No, but um, I don't have any bullet points that I want to hit. I just want to explain to you guys how I, like, got, how I interpret I got through my breakup and um, I've had three of them, my three relationships. So let's start from the beginning. Eighth grade. So this really, this first relationship, you know, you don't really count this one, whatever, but it's still like a cute little, like, you know, a surprise relationship, basically. Um, I dated a guy when I was in eighth grade, I want to say, if I can remember correctly. And uh, it was fun. I mean, it was all fun. It was not hard. It was easy going. You know, we didn't have our license. We just, (laughs) it'd be like, mom, can you take me over to Blank's house? And she'd be like, fine, sure. And you know, we would just hang out, whatever. And, um, anyway, so that ended though, when I was a freshman in high school, because I was like, Oh, I'm a high schooler now, like, I can't date an eighth grader, like, whatever, so that was, like, a cute, funny, like, can laugh at type of relationship, you know, can smile about, which I appreciated that relationship, that was fun, but, um, and it was a surprise to everyone, if you know who it was, it was a surprise to everyone, but my second um relationship, I'd say was a little more serious in the sense of, like, how long it was, and um, not how mature we were, because, I mean, like I said, if you know me, you know who it was, you know how it went, it was just a confusing relationship. It was like, are we dating or are we not? Like, And, you know, it was just not, we weren't good for each other, and I think since both of us have matured, I can say, I'm not sure about him, but I can say that we were not meant to be together, and it wasn't supposed to happen, and, you know, it was... It was definitely a lesson learned and, again, very grateful for what happened, when it happened, but glad it's over and went past it, you know, whatever. But this breakup, this second breakup, kind of, like, it really, it started, like, a spark of, like, questioning my worth, you know? Like, it really started to get me thinking about, like, Oh my gosh, like I'm I'm not anything. Like I'm not worth this. I'm I don't have anything to offer, you know? Like and it was just like a self doubt, like era, I wanna say. Like this was guys, I think I dated this guy for I don't know, maybe it was three and a half years. I I remember freshman year, I started dating him on my dad's birthday. (laughs) My dad won't let me live that down. But anyways, like this second guy I dated I dated him for like three years maybe th- I think it was three anyways regardless it was an up and down it was confusing didn't know whether we were dating or not and at one point actually recently not recently but kind of recently my brother John actually told me like you know we bring up our past relationships and whatever and John and I were talking and he goes he goes Lauren He goes, I used to be asked if you and -and so-and-so were dating, and I would literally tell people, dude, I don't know, don't ask me, like, I have no idea, I know as much as you, like, and I was like, how embarrassing is that? Like, if I'm dating someone, I want people to know, especially my brother, like, come on, but it was, I mean, like, I'm gonna be honest, it was that confusing that, like, it was so on and off, and like, oh, wishy-washy, and just a bunch of self-doubt that went into it, and it was kind of just like, you know, it was, it was, like, appropriate for the age we were at. I mean, we were literally, what, 13, and broke up when we were, like, 16 or 17 or something like that, 16, I think I was. Anyways, um, I I just kind of wanted to get that out there to say that, like, I remember this breakup because I was sitting on my kitchen floor bawling my eyes out like remember when I told you guys to slap like literally this last episode um I was literally like I took pictures of me crying I took videos of me crying like I would send to my friends like don't ever let me get in another relationship again this is the worst like oh my god I hate this this is so bad and then I take pictures and like I my dog Faith who has passed and I miss her so much but she would come and accompany me accompany me on the floor of the kitchen while I just bawl my eyes out. <laughs> and I took a picture, and I, I guarantee I still have it. I actually have seen it on my, um, what do you call it, my memories or whatever. And it's literally a caption of, at least my dog cares. <laughs> Can we just take a moment? That's funny. Can we take a moment? That's, that's quite funny. And I can laugh about it now, but I was definitely hurt back then. I was, you know, that was when I was like, screw it. Like, I'm going to show him I'm worth it. And, you know, I lack all these things, but I'm going to go, like, stunt myself out there with parties and wear, like, you know, little clothes and skimpy clothes. So then people notice me and guys give me attention because attention, like, fuels my confidence. And it's like, now it's like, ugh no wrong like I don't want that but that's how it was and sadly I have to admit that because that I mean that's how it is guys and like learn from my mistake do not do that because I promise you it does not help and like we go back to like what I talked about in the second episode of hard now easy later I picked in both And maybe, no, in both, for sure. Both of my last two relationships, I picked easy now, hard later, and it was hard, and the duration was long, and I was miserable, okay? If you pick hard now, easy later, and face what you're lacking with the knowledge of whether the advice I'm giving you or the knowledge that, like, you know you're worth a lot and you know that you deserve a lot, then work on yourself and invest in yourself and it'll be easy later. And, like, I wish I was that way. But, I mean, of course I'm always going to wish something different in my past, but I can't. And I've come to terms with that. And, like, I am totally fine with how everything went. And it's, you know, I can laugh about it now, whatever, because it's been long enough, but if you were to talk to me about this, like, you know, six months prior to my breakup, I would bawl my eyes out and probably wouldn't be able to finish the story of why we broke up or anything like that. So, my second relationship was quite hard. It was very confusing. I wasn't really, I mean, it's just, it was a high school relationship, guys. It was an immature relationship and we were not meant to be together, and I see that now, it was kind of just like a, and I regret it, because I saw all these other people, not that, I mean, I went to Newman High School, so like, it wasn't like a huge school, but, um, and everyone knew everything about everything, and there were days and uh, weeks that I was just like, oh, this is so embarrassing, but got through it, we're here, we're good, But anyways, what I was going to say is, like, Newman's not that big, but I feel like I, like, envied the people that and, like, the friends that I saw that went to, like, dances with different people every time and, like, didn't have that just, like, one person that they went with. And I love that because, like, I would have loved... That's, like, one thing I regret is, like, being in a relationship to where I didn't experience, like, all the fun, um, like fun dances with my guy friends, you know, because I have a lot of guy friends. I'm going to be honest. I have a lot of guy friends that I don't know if we would have went to, like, homecoming and proms and Levi leaps together, but I'm just saying I would have had more fun maybe if I even went by myself or whatever. But anyways, but I also wasn't like the person or the girl that like got dressed up and stuff. If you remember, I wasn't sure what grade I was in. i maybe a junior. I literally changed into sweatpants after pictures and everything. I went to the bathroom, took off my dress and put in sweatpants and t-shirt. I don't remember if anyone knows that, but that is what happened. And I kind of like loved that like that was so much fun because I didn't like have a care but anyways if you're in high school this is my advice be friends with everyone be open to friendships and don't instantly when you when a guy like talks to you don't think like oh my god that's the one I need to date him right now so he doesn't talk to any other girls because then you become then you like start to become um I want to say, like, envious and uh, jealous, you know? Like, if he does talk to another girl, you're like, oh, what does she have that I don't? Or, like, you start to compare and you become jealous and, like, it just gets messy. And then it's your self-doubt that, like, hurts you. And that's the, I mean, that's that's the easy now, you know? Making a, making a guy like you more, it's not a competition. It shouldn't be a competition. And that's, like, one thing that I want to tell someone who's in high school some girl or guy who either one I either one don't make it a competition and just be friends with everyone and be nice to people because that is something I regret so much is like just being openly nice and friends with everyone and anyone because I feel like it would have just made life easier if I was just like like, positive with everyone, you know? And so that is, like, one thing that I will tell you guys is be friends with everyone. So that is definitely one. Another thing I'd say for a high school relationship is don't, like, understand that people, I don't know, so I don't have a good track record with relationships, guys. And this is supposed to be about breakups. I'm not really sure what I'm giving advice for relationships for. But anyways, here we go. Um, my, My second piece of advice would be, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think the next relationship I have, I will be dependent on a person. So I want to remind you that you shouldn't be dependent on a person. You know, like, you, I mean, for the rest of your life, you shouldn't be dependent on a person, you know? Like, you need to make sure you have those own individual joys and happiness and you know perks that you create yourself instead of always with your spouse or your boyfriend and always, you know like you need friends you need things that you can get away from everyone and um so that's another thing that I'd suggest to a high school whatever you call it talking stage dating anything relationship Just make sure you're not dependent on that person and make sure you're, I mean, make sure you're making yourself experience, like experience guys, just experience a lot because high school goes really fast and and when I tell you everyone told me this, everyone told me that high school goes fast. And I was like, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm so, so tired of it. And then like, once I did, I was like, I miss the sports. I miss like going to school and not like caring and, you know, not having to walk to school, like just little things that I was like, I never thought I would miss Newman. You know what I mean? And anyways, so those are my two pieces of advice. Don't become dependent on someone and just be friends with everyone. Like Don't look at someone and be like, oh, that's the one. She's the one. He's the one. Like, just think they're going to be a great friend because you always hear people say, like, marry your best friend, Uh, you know, be with your best friend. And, like, I didn't, like, think about that either. Like, you know, whatever. Sure, my best friend, you know. But... I mean, just the other day, or yesterday, actually, sorry, on Sunday, the episode number three, I stated what my dad said, like, when I asked him advice on, like, how he knew, and, like, who's your best friend, and he was, like, your mom, like, my wife, obviously. And I was, like, what? Like, (laughs) but it makes sense, you know, marry your best friend, and I'm glad they're able to say that, and, like, so just think of everyone as friends first. Like, you should always want to make the friend first, not an instant boyfriend and an instant, like, it's like once you see him or her, you're like, oh, I got to get her. I got a winner. Like, it's like, no, you don't have to winner her because, because then that makes it a competition, you know? And that's not fun. That is no, there's no joy in that. So just remember those two things. I'm not sure if that'll help at all, but that is my advice for the second relationship that I went through. It was definitely like, a learning stage and once the breakup happened obviously I was heartbroken obviously like okay to be honest we (laughs) me and this guy went on breaks all the time you know breaks I say that in air quotes because it's like what's the point of a break it's not even like a thing and so uh, with this break you know then it gets confusing and then it's like I miss you like I want you back and then it's like really? Like this is, this is getting us nowhere and it's not helping at all. So then after that, like, you know, you get the breaks or whatever. And then once it like is truly broken up, you become petty. Like I became so petty. I was, I was very petty in high school, but well, let's not get into that. <laughs> I mean, I admit it as that, as long as I can admit that I was petty and I was not the nicest in high school, then, that's, I mean, we could talk about that later, maybe later down the road. But anyways, I I got petty, or petty, sorry. I remember breaking up and he put on his story, uh, single as a Pringle or something like that. And then I screenshotted it and put it, but I'm the better Pringle. <laughs> Can anyone remember that? <laughs> like, that is so funny. You cannot tell me that's not funny. But, um, it, I mean, I can laugh about it now, it's funny now, but, oh, I was filled with so much rage. I remember crying on the way to volleyball on the bus with all these, all my friends on the bus, and all, like, my whole team on the bus, I was bawling my eyes out because cheating was brought up, and just a bunch of things, guys, that, like, I don't want to get into because this is about breakups and how I got through it, but anyways, I can honestly say I don't remember how I got through the breakup with my friends. Uh, second boyfriend but I will say in the recovery slash healing process I met my third boyfriend and that now I realize was the mistake because I didn't heal fully my trust wasn't built and it kind of sabotaged my third relationship not that I mean my third relationship Again, if you know me, you know how it went, you know what happened, what events happened and all that stuff, and I'm not going to dive really, like, dive deep into it, but I'll tell you a little bit about it. But anyways, um, you know how my relationship went, if you know me, and that, this, that my previous relationship, this last relationship, definitely was way more mature than the ones that I've had in the uh, past, and I appreciate Now, what I learned in all three of my relationships. But this last one especially, because I found out, just like I told you guys, I don't know if it was in the second or the third, but I said, if you, or maybe I didn't say this, I said something along the lines of, like, you have to heal fully and appreciate yourself and your singleness to then have that add-on of a human instead of having, yeah, this was in the third episode, instead of having that, um, lacking in yourself and then you find it in someone else, you will already be full and then you'll be able to just add on to yourself when you find that next person. And that was my mistake with this, uh, third relationship. It was my mistake because I wasn't healed. I wasn't where I should have been to start another relationship. Like I, I felt like one of those people and one of those, um, girls that like couldn't go without a boyfriend for a little bit. And I was like, I never thought I'd be this person, but I, like, we were happy, and we had a lot of good times, and so anyways, so we met, um, in 2000, I don't remember, uh, 2017, and we dated in 2018, um, and it was fun, I had a lot of fun, we, I mean, it was fun, that's all I can tell you, and we, uh, you know we moved college together and we were like 200 feet apart, you know? And it was like, we were playing house and all this stuff. So that I think was the hardest part because again, like what I told you guys to remember in those high school relationships, I didn't remember. And this is like the thing that I learned is do not become dependent on someone. You cannot become dependent on someone because just like Tim said in the third episode, Love yourself first because you are the one that will be with you the rest of your life, okay? That basically says be independent and don't be dependent on someone. And I didn't do this. And during my relationship, it was happy. It was people were messaging me saying, oh my gosh, we love your relationship. We wish we were you. Like, you guys are so adorable. All this stuff, you know? Which it was. It was great. It was fun. It was um, memories. And I appreciate everything that happened and happened the way it did. I, you'll hear me say that a lot. I appreciate everything that happened the way it did because it, it shouldn't have happened any differently. And anyways, let's get into me talking about how this relationship uh, started to get a little rocky. Um, can't pinpoint a date, but it was definitely mistakes made during that, you know, the the talking to other people, making other friends. And it was like, Kind of iffy, kind of confusing, kind of. Uh, do you love me still? The reassurance thing that I told you guys about—that I'm still, you know, working on—it's still a thing. Like having that reassurance is still hard, you know. And making sure that I find the reassurance with myself instead of with someone else, and um making sure that I can feel loved by myself without asking someone like, "Do you love me still?" Like I, I remember I always used to ask him that, and it was like he would get annoyed, and I'd be like. It's just a question, like, you know, getting mad. And then it'd be an argument. And then it's just, like, I had so much self-doubt. Um, I, I keep saying that, but I had so much self-doubt in myself and the insecurities that I brought onto him. And it, like, tarnished my relationship with him. But, like, I can't say that I regret anything because otherwise I wouldn't have learned all this. You know, like, if I played my role any differently than I did, I wouldn't have learned all this stuff, and I wouldn't have started this podcast, I wouldn't have been able to talk about what I'm talking about right now, or in the past previous three episodes, you know, like, it's just, it's something that's so precious to me now, and so, it was so needed, as terrible as that sounds, because I, so, okay, sorry, um, again, I'm free- free balling, free, um, free styling this whole podcast. I don't have any notes in front of me. So this is kind of like, I'm getting off topic a little bit, but anyways, the breakup. Okay. So it got rocky around a year before we broke up and this is kind of hard to admit. So I actually will find it, but I know I know I have it somewhere in one of my journals. I have so many journals, guys. I I mean, I can't go through them all. But when I did, and I told you guys this in the third episode, that I went through my journals one time because I saw them when I was moving, and I was like, oh, my gosh, my journals. Like, I'm going to look through them. And I remember seeing this, and it kind of, I mean, it hurt me because this was in October of just this last year in 2021. And let's not forget, we broke up in April 2020, okay? So... October of 2021, this just last year, I was packing up to move, and I read this journal entry that I put, and I put, it, which is so hard to admit, it was back in, I don't even know the date, guys, but it was during our relationship, and I put, I know blank isn't the one, but I'm scared, and I'm gonna find it, and I'm, I am being honest with that, because that was hard to read, and... I am so glad that I have those memories of those um journals because how crazy is that that like I mean it was so selfish of me not like talk about that stuff to him and to give each other the chance to not waste our time almost, you know? But again, it happened the way it happened because it couldn't have and shouldn't have happened any differently. So I have to keep remembering that. But if, okay, also another thing, if you guys would have asked me to, like, if people would have messaged me about breakups, like, maybe, oh gosh, I don't know, a year ago today, I'd bawl my eyes out. I wouldn't even be able to, like, talk about it. Like, seriously, like, it was so, it was such a hard time, and I think it was such a hard time because, be, like, the the second relationship, I, you know, didn't even realize that I was hurting myself. And then the third relationship, I, I realized I was digging myself a bigger hole. So then when they we broke up, when he broke up with me in April of 2020 of 2020 I was like holy cow my world is gone like I am like toast like this I mean this is the end type thing you know like this is it and it's it's crazy because that was the beginning (laughs) do you guys get that 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 was like the start of all of my knowledge and I mean for how long it took me again I would never redo anything because the mistakes I made and the decisions, the stupid decisions I decided, it was just so like needed to happen for me to change and for me to want to change. You know, so it was just like everything happened again. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna keep saying it, guys. Everything happened the way it happened because it wasn't supposed to happen any other way, and it's so crazy because that's where I, that's why I'm here today. And so after this breakup. Once we, like, once we broke up, I was able to later on, I'm not sure of dates, actually I do remember one date, Um, April 30th, okay, so I'm like a note taker, I'm a bullet point writer, I'm all the things, that I, I just love all that stuff, I love paper stuff, whatever, and so I'm a note taker, guys, and my feelings go on paper my feelings go and in my notes app my feelings go where I want them to go you know and so this was kind of like eating me up inside this whole like breakup obviously it was like the end of my world like I just said but really it was the beginning but didn't know it at the time I was literally heartbroken so I like was on the phone with my mom one day and I was like mom like listen I like I would just ball to my mom on days like she'd be at work and I'd call her and she'd be like Stop, honey, and, like I just cry and like tell her what I feel, and she she's like, you know what? She's like, you need to stop telling me and telling your friends how you feel. You need to tell the person that, like, what is that doing for you? You need to tell the person that has made you feel that way, or what's what's making you feel that way. Go to the source, you know, and that type of thing. And like, I have. Okay, so this is what happened, basically. So, I was texting him non-stop, and he never replied, which, props to him, great. And I thanked him for that later on. um, I said, thank you for not replying to me, and um, it kind of, I mean, it hurt, obviously, but it definitely showed me, like, I need to work on me, you know, and I need to be myself and whatever, and, like, him not replying really helped, and so I thanked him one day for that, but anyways... um. I told my mom I was like, yeah, mom, but he's not replying to me and whatever, whatever. And she was like, you know what? She's like, you know what we would do back in the day that you said that you girls say this uh, nowadays, you know? She's like, you know what we would do back in the day. I was like, Ugh, what? Like what? What could you possibly tell me that's gonna help me? Type thing, you know? Have an attitude. And she was like, you know where he lives? Go talk to him. And I was like, what? No. And she was like, okay. Then how else are you gonna talk to him, Warren? If he's not answering you? You know what you want to say, just go say it. And I was like, oh gosh. So this you could imagine the anxiety that I had doing this. And so I went over there, April 30th, 2020, Cedar Rapids. I went over there and I'm pretty sure I went around the block like five times because I was so nervous. Like I, like my stomach was literally twisted. Like I could not breathe. And I went up and I knocked on his door, and I had my computer in my hands. And I, I mean, the face that he gave me was like, I do not want to talk to you. You are the last person I want to see, type thing, you know? And it was like, it hurt. But I literally asked him, I said, Can I please talk to you about some things? And like, can we talk? And he was like, Yeah. And so we went out to the, uh, what do you call those little picnic tables or whatever outside of his apartment. And we talked, and I literally pulled up my computer (laughs) to, like, three pages worth of stuff to talk about. (laughs) Oh my god, and it's so, like, comical now, because it was only, like, two weeks since we broke up, and it's so, like, oh my god, but I will tell you right now, I was so nervous to do that, but it definitely, like, the moment... I like got all that off my chest, and I apologized for how I was acting like the last um, several, several, several months of our relationship, and apologized for how I was acting like previously and all that stuff. I was able to get that off my chest, and this—that is one thing I want you guys to learn. I want you guys to learn about communication and how important it is. And I mean, even for myself, I like I said, I wrote that little insert in my um, journal about blank isn't the one, and I know it, but, like, whatever, and I didn't use my communication. I didn't, you know, fix that problem that I was thinking about, you know, and so it it didn't end well, and, like, with communication, you won't have to be into that confusing era that I told you guys about in my second relationship that was, like, an on and off, and that was a break, and that was, like, you know, not really knowing what we are, and I did that same thing in this relationship, in this third relationship, and, it just it didn't obviously work out and I just want to say that once you have that communication like locked in you won't have to guess what you guys are you won't have to guess or ask for reassurance on anything you know like it'll already be known it'll already be talked about and so I guess what I'm saying is do you guys know I mean, do you guys see what I meant when I kept saying like I saw a trend in my relationships? I saw a like trend in a cycle that I needed to stop. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I actually want to talk about um, how terrible I wanted to get out of, or how badly I shouldn't say how terrible, how badly I wanted to get out of Cedar Rapids because of this breakup. And. I will tell you openly and honestly, that's why I left Cedar Rapids. That is a huge reason why I left Cedar Rapids. Not only that, but the schooling was not as good either. But anyways, I hated Cedar Rapids. I wanted to get out of there. I could not start my growth there and I knew it. And so the reason I'm saying this is because this was, I mean, I was still, you know, we were still screwing around and we were still, you know, reaching out to each other and talking and hitting up each other when we were lonely and needing to fill a void, you know, and, and like we knew that it was over when I was packing up and at first I will say this is a little disclaimer um I looked towards Arizona I got accepted into ASU I was moving out towards Arizona I talked to my parents about it talked to talked to family members you know friends whatever obviously it didn't work out that way but what I'm saying is like once we both knew that this is over like our our I put in quotes our relationship which means we were done screwing around we were done hitting each other up we were done only meeting each other when we were lonely and meeting a void or like filling a void you know that's when it became real and that's when it became hard and it's the easy now hard later type of thing that i was talking about in the second episode and i just want to say that once you chose once you chose or once i chose to be easy now hard later it was so much more difficult guys and the easy now was, you know, still talking to each other, still making sure I had that hope to hang on to, and I want to talk about that, because that was, like, something that was so huge, and, like, to keep talking, and to keep seeing, and to, you know, taint with our feelings, and our emotions, weekly, and daily, and all that, it's, like, I wanted to get rid of that, and, like, the hope that I held on to wasn't healthy, you know, the hope that one day we'd be together, and I just need to keep working at it, and, like, you know, all this stuff, it's, like, no, that's not, like, you need to work on yourself, Lauren, and so I want to bring up a little, um, story, I, when we broke up, there, you know, on Snapchat, there's those little trends that are, like, um, you know, this initial, the first initial of this is your soulmate, and so I did it, and it was, you know, who I wanted to be, the first initial, and I was, like, oh, my God, it's, like, it's meant to be, we're fine, like, and I would continue to hold on to that hope, and, like, it's all I could focus on, it's, like, all I could focus on was how I could win him back, and how I could, you know, make him like me again. And it, was, I was disrespecting myself, guys. And I can say now how shameful that was. But I can forgive myself now. I'm forgiven, you know. Whatever, I'm past it. But I was so shameful and disrespecting myself, and trying to make him like me again, and and basically shutting my true self to the side, which is like, what the heck, like that's not me you know and so like I used smoking and sex and drinking and I used certain things that I didn't even want to be involved in like I used those to like make him like me again or make him say something that was like rewarding to me to hold on to that hope that maybe one day we'll be together because he said this certain thing or he did this certain thing it's like don't do that okay do not hold on to that hope because once once you hold on to that hope it's you totally forget about yourself still and it's just like what is the point you're wasting your time and i'm going to be honest it's not it's not something that you want to do i did it for two relationships now two breakups and it was my it was my uh i mean i was, it was definitely self-inflicted and i couldn't i didn't help myself in either of the situations until this last relationship which i'm so glad happened and i'm so glad everything happened the way it did and it was, it was just so big to realize what I realized when I did. And if you're going through a breakup right now it, and it's going to get hard and you're going to want to hold on to that hope that it's going to work out, but just, I promise you, let it go, let it go, let it go. And I also want to talk about, I know, I know how much my time is like the sole time to bring on your hope and bring on your anxiety and it, it's like gut-wrenching anxiety and your thoughts that eat you up at night and like i'm going to be honest i would sleep but on the dog every hour you guys on the dog every hour i would either wake up because i was crying like from sleeping or i would wake up to see a text to see if you sent me one or i would wake up to see if that dream was real and how upsetting is that that i didn't even get the proper sleep to like my to have like my full mental health capacity you know but i mean now guys like it's the little things that i notice like now i'm getting 8 plus hours of sleep a night like that is on growth baby that is so crazy but i i guess what i'm saying guys is don't hang on to that hope that you guys are going to get back together once once you guys break up leave it at that and i it's so hard and i am From personal experience, I did not do that. And, but I like, again, I'm telling you guys my experience because it was so terrible. And I want you guys to learn from it. But if you choose not to, whatever, that's totally fine. But I'm telling you guys this so then you can learn from it and you don't have to go through the same, like, length of time that I did, you know? And I just want to say instead of holding on to that hope of you guys getting back together and maybe, like, changing yourself to make, you know, make you be his type again. Why don't you work on yourself and invest in yourself? Because over time, over time, after investing in yourself, you will experience these joys and experience this peace and experience this happiness. And why wouldn't you want that? You will mature. And it's a huge thing when you mature and when you find that peace just by investing in yourself, guys, just by taking the time to make action towards you and like your joy and your happiness you will unintentionally mature and my okay so I just want to bring up also my parents can even admit to like past relationships that left them broken-hearted and made them mature you know and once you understand that like once you understand that you get yourself right you unintentionally like I just said mature and you're able to forgive, and and I'm not talking about forgiving the person who hurt you. I'm also talking about forgiving yourself, to forgiving yourself to let them hurt you or to to let yourself disrespect you. You know, like, and I'm not saying reach out to the person and tell them like I forgive you. I'm saying let it go for yourself. I'm saying say it to yourself, saying I forgive blank because you know what, because of that, it brought me this opportunity, or I forgive, I forgive them because it made me who I am today, and I forgive myself for making those decisions because it brought me closer to God, and it showed me what I deserved, and how I'm not going to settle for less, and I do want to bring up a TikTok though, I know I just said the TikTok thing, but I do want to bring up a TikTok saying, um, holding on to a grudge is like drinking poison waiting for the other person to die, isn't that crazy? I, I mean, that's, I don't even know what to say that. When I read, when I heard that, I literally sent it to myself and liked the TikTok because I was like, that is so true because I was such a grudge holder. I like, it would eat me alive for months like grudges would and it, it'd be terrible. It'd be, I would be so miserable. And so once you let go of the hurt or the guilt and the grudge and the hatefulness and the spitefulness. It releases you and, be, and like just brings you peace. And with peace comes happiness. So I'm just saying let go of it and learn from it, okay? And maybe you have to say it out loud to yourself. Maybe you have to write it in a journal. Anything, you know? Anything that will let, help you let go of it. Because you, once you realize, or once you not realize, once you feel that peace and that happiness, you will not want to jeopardize it. I promise you, like trust me that was something that I learned and I was like it took me months and years and I felt like time was going by so slow but it made me grateful it made me less anxious and all of this just by letting go of what I thought I wanted for so long it, it made me a happier person and I wasn't I wasn't wishing for you know them to be sad and I wanted them to find happiness you know I wasn't wishing for they're hurt anymore or anything like that I was hoping for their happiness for themselves and I was at ease with not wanting to be with them anymore and I hoped he was happy and doing what they wanted to do you know I started to understand and come to terms with knowing that I am not meant to be with them and they aren't meant to be with me which is so powerful to realize you guys it's so it's it's so powerful I don't even know how else to describe it it's such a peace feeling and I like I thought the opposite for so so long because I was so dependent on them and I thought I like would need to be with them I had to be with them you know that but no that's not how it works you know like we each of us deserve to be happy and it was not with each other and we deserve to be happy elsewhere and I love that because for now that's by myself and with me and I mean, that's just so great, and it's such a big step to say that I hope they're happy. It's fulfilling. It's peaceful. It's growth, you guys. It's time, and not only time, guys, but action, okay? And I just wanted to say that with the growth, I actually got a DM. um, I'm not sure when, but it was on Instagram, and... It was kind of hard to read. Uh, I opened it, and it basically told, I mean, it was basically a girl who was in my class kind of saying, like, hey, you know, we're we're not close. We're not, I mean, we weren't close. We weren't friends. You know, we were just, we just saw each other in class. And after listening, like, you were the mean, she, she said, you were the mean girl. Like, I wouldn't, I didn't want to be friends with you, you know? And that hurt to read. Um, but I continued reading, and she said, After listening to your podcast, these couple episodes or whatever, this episode, I would see myself being friends with you, and I can tell how much you've grown and I can tell how much you matured. And like reading that literally put, I mean, chills down my spine. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can admit to being the mean girl and being spiteful and hateful and the person who had a cold heart. But now, I can admit to being the mature, peaceful, relatable, fun, bubbly person I was always supposed to be, you know, like this was always who I thought I was when I wasn't and now I am and it's so great and I'm so thankful that that person messaged me and told me that because it kind of solidifies like not only did I recognize that already but someone else is recognizing it as well and that's huge to be able to feel and so... That I mean, that's basically the end of my talk, guys. I know. I mean, I know I was a little bit all over the place, but again, this was off the top of my head, and I kind of want to remember tell you guys um, a couple of things that at least I remember you telling you guys. I don't want you guys to forget these things, and I wanted I like wrote them down as I was saying them, and I want to remind you to look for friends in everyone. Don't look and rush into the thought of a relationship. I'm not saying don't fantasize about a relationship one day. I'm not saying that you're talking you're literally listening to a hopeless romantic right now. um I'm not saying that i just I'm saying the moment you meet someone, just think about like you know I want them as my as a friend in my life. I want them you know to be there when i when um I want to tell them something or when you know we want to go hang out with each other. you know it's just like being friends with them it's it's a better thing, and the next thing is always always stay independent throughout your entire life okay not just in your singles not just you know for a little bit of time for your entire life okay it will help the process and the phases of loneliness that you will one day endure later in life you know like you'll have to go through the lonely stages uh now and then you know and so because and honestly, we all oh, we all know it. Things come and go. So when you know that you have yourself to lean on, it'll be so much easier to be able to get through those times and those phases of your life, which is so big, okay? And I want you guys to also remember that when you don't, like, heal fully, you bring those problems, like, and lay it onto the next relationship. And I mean, that is, like, literally the epitome of me. Like, that is literally what I did. I didn't heal my, from my second relationship. I didn't heal, like, that hurt. You know, I didn't heal that cut. And it it stayed open in my second relation or my third relationship. And I just continued on with the, the trust issues and the, you know, all that stuff. And it just, it wasn't good. And it's like, it's like Rich uh, Wilkerson, what he said, you know, he said, if you don't heal from what hurt you, you will bleed on people who never cut you. And don't sabotage yourself, okay? Don't sabotage a new person that comes into your life, you know. And also, I just want to say that the point I made earlier in the conversation about how I wrote, um, you know, blank wasn't the one, and I didn't, and I didn't talk to him about it or anything, you know. I just wanted to remind you and like for you guys to remember you need adequate communication as well as that a person who has good communication and I all I want to bring up what I talked about in episode two um about losing connection and not holding on to something when you feel a pull to get out because again that's literally what I did I I felt that pull I felt that you know tug to you know get out and I literally wrote it in my journal like I literally wrote that he wasn't the one and I stayed in it like that I mean that is shameful and I forgave myself for it obviously but I mean like because you have to you have to be able to move on from your past and move on from your mistakes you know but I just want to like remind you that like when you feel a pull to get out get out because then it becomes something that's forced and it's exhausting and it's to be to force something isn't isn't gonna work guys and it's sometimes you don't align with people anymore and that's okay. You outgrow people, you stop aligning. And it's so fine. Oh, I just wanna say, like I can say that now, okay? Because I see all the blessings that I've received since I let go of people and things that don't align with, align with me anymore. I can say that I grew. And this is gonna sound really cheesy, but just let go, okay? Let go and fly. And I just want to say, let go of what you thought you wanted or what you think you would have thought to be perfect, you know, and just live and be able to like go towards things that fuel you and go towards things that bring you joy. It's, it's so crazy. Um, but the next thing I want you to know is like with the actions you take on working yourself, this is literally what I talked about not even that long ago. The actions that you take on working on yourself will unintentionally be blessings with friends or with your person for the future or with opportunities for jobs or for life in general that you didn't think you could even have. But now you do because you took actions to fuel yourself, you know, to invest in yourself. And how cool is that? Like once you imagine saying like in a couple months, like you invested in yourself and you were able to inherit all these new joys and these this happiness and this peace you know like how amazing would that feel that'd be that'd be amazing and I will be honest it t- it took a lot and it's gonna take a lot I'm not saying it's gonna come easy and whatever but it's so cool to say that you put work into yourself and because you are, like Tim said the other day, you are all you have until the rest of your life. You know, like you are going to be the one that's there for you the, like the rest of your life. And it's so huge. So you've got this, guys. You can get through it, okay? It doesn't just take time. It takes action. It takes realizing. It takes maturity. It takes gratefulness, like rewind this episode guys, write things down, there was a lot, I mean it was like mumble jumble, but there was a lot that was going on, rate this podcast guys, share this, and when you do, I will say that it could reach someone who really needs to hear it, that maybe I don't even know, or maybe I do know, just rate it, share it, all the things, because the more that people do that and review this podcast, the more Spotify and Apple actually put it out there to be known. And like, again, like I said, if we do this, you know, it could reach someone that really needs to hear it. And also don't be afraid to shoot me a text, a DM, a call, a voice message, anything. And tell me what you think of the podcast so far. Any of the episodes, this episode, go on my link tree as well and type something out that made you smile and maybe you'll be featured on the podcast once one day. Like how exciting would that be? But anyways, this podcast is definitely out of the blue. It was because I got so many messages about being single and breakups and how they're hard and like there's no there's no denying that they're hard. They are hard and they are miserable, but it is such an opportunity and I want to bring up the Facebook post that I talked about in yesterday's episode um, or maybe it was the episode before, um, but anyways, I basically wrote on that um, That 2020 was my year and I didn't even know it until it was over And I kind of want to bring up a topic and a point um, from a different person that Stated this and I think it was a TikTok video or maybe it was her Instagram story. I'm not really sure her name is Lexi halego or something like that. I'm not really sure how to pronounce her last name But anyways she was having a conversation with a friend and I'm not really sure how long ago this was um, but She's having a conversation with her friend and her friend was like lex you know that saying like um everything happens for a reason and lex was like yeah and uh the friend goes well what if you don't know the reason yet because you're in the happening and let me reiterate that it says everything happens for a reason and maybe if you haven't found the reason yet you're in the happening, like, you're, you're creating the happening right now, you're you're, you're, like, making the happening happen, and then you're gonna find the reason later on why it happened, you know what I mean, and so I love that, that was, like, that resonated with me really well, and if it didn't for you, that's fine, if you took it a different way, I mean, we all take advice differently, I've, I've been saying that, we all, we all can hear, the same thing and interpret it so differently which is so cool in my opinion because that means we apply it to our lives and you know a lot of us are going through the same things. a lot of us are going through different things and situations are kind of the same situations are different like it doesn't matter but we each find something that that quote or that piece of advice relates to in our life which is so cool so anyways I just wanted to say that if you are going through something and You don't really know why you're going through it. You don't really know why the pain hasn't stopped or why the crying hasn't stopped or if you feel like you're kind of stuck. Just keep going and make those actions that build you and you you set your foundation. Just continue on, okay? Keep going and bet on yourself. Do not doubt you like ever, ever, ever. I love you all and reach out to me if you need to talk. I'm basically a see-through window at this point. I have shared everything and anything, but I will also continue to share things that I learned along the way. And honestly, guys, there is a lot that like will come up later that I've learned in the past that I just didn't remember as of right now, you know? So just keep looking out for the like little advice that I give about little things that um, I start to remember again or like stuff that clicks after a while, you know, like, oh my gosh, that's where right. I did learn that or like, you know what? I never thought about that, but I did learn from that like on un- unknowingly, you know? And so just keep looking out for that and go give a listen to the most recent episodes. And I cannot wait for the next episode. You guys are going to be so excited. We have a special guest and you won't want to miss it. I promise. Um, This is going to be such a good episode. I am very thrilled and it's the first in-person episode with someone and I'm so excited but anyways also we are gonna continue to not um or sorry that was kind of worded wrong we are going to stop doing Sundays and start doing Wednesdays I'm gonna do midweek you know I'm gonna make sure throughout the the middle of the week, you're still on your P's and Q's, you know? Like, I'm going to post and give you some advice and make you think about the rest of your week. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, we're going to go with Wednesdays from now on until further notice. I just feel like that'd be a better idea than having it on Sundays to where I feel rushed and not getting out, like, the good advice that, like, I feel like I can to my best ability. So, We're going to work on Wednesdays and be ready for that, but yeah, so I will see you guys on the next episode. Don't miss it. I promise it's going to be great. Anyways, bye people.